Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Kicking Out at Two. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and this week we are going to be talking about famous masked wrestlers in professional wrestling history. It seems that uh, in our society these days, we are... We are forced in some ways to wear a protective covering mask due to the COVID-19 pandemic and I thought it'd be kind of cool if we talked about pro wrestling and the masks and the history of the masks whether it's Lucha Libre or it's just a random mask wrestler we're going to get into all that this week um, and joining me to discuss masked wrestlers in professional wrestling history uh, my good buddy Dennis J. Levy. Dave it's always a pleasure to be on, on, on kicking out it too, but this edition is special. I'm really excited about that. that uh, how fun is how fun is, is like you know the masked wrestlers either being lucha or just like a scary guy or that uh, or I bet you it's it just it, it, it's like some of these masked wrestlers when they get unmasked and you realize. There's a reason why he has has a mask on. <laughs> yeah. Even talk about those guys, it's gonna be yeah. awesome. We're gonna we're gonna cover as much as we can uh, when it comes to mass wrestlers, like you said, the lucha guys who've been unmasked, guys who are, are known throughout their whole career wearing a mask. We're even gonna talk about guys who first started out wearing masks and were weren't really popular but became bigger names without the masks we're going to talk about guys like that as well um if you guys have any favorite masked wrestlers hit us up on our social media both facebook and twitter facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two hit us up and tell us who your favorite masked wrestler is who's your least favorite masked wrestler who probably should have worn a mask that never wore a mask their entire career tell us on facebook and twitter and our twitter handles at kicking out two k-i-c-k-n-o-u-t and the number two um yeah, let us know. Be a part of this the discussion. Who's your favorite and least favorite masked wrestler of all time? Um, all right, Dennis, let's get into it here. Um, what is your, you know, you, you're a longtime wrestling fan. Yeah. And like I said, I, I've beaten this horse to death, but I just think it's so unique. I've never come across an individual who got into wrestling from watching women's wrestling first. So I'm going to throw the women's wrestling element at you sure. when it comes to mass wrestlers at some point during this. So be prepared for oh, that. I, I, I can um, name right, that uh, I was more just talking strictly male wrestlers, but now since you said that, literally five, six girls just came pop in my head, so yeah. that's easy. Okay, perfect, perfect. So we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, let me ask you, what? give me your first memory of watching a masked wrestler on television. What did you like? What did you dislike? Just give me your first, you know... I, can, I actually cannot tell you what their names were. You, you'd be better at this than me. But but I remember there was this jobber team that were, I think it were all gold. The Conquistadors? Must have been okay, and, 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 uh, and they kept on jobbing out to power or not power and glory, but um, what was the team with Romo and Jim Powers? Uh, young Stallions. Thank you. Yeah, they would job out every almost every superstars, uh, WWF, WWF superstars. Yep, and that that uh, sorry, about that. no, that's okay. But that's that, all right. uh, that um, continue, and um, of course, it's your brother and in, in a few into our podcast. Oh, but, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> but um. Yeah, that, that, those two probably my first, probably like seven or eight years old. They were the first, and they 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 used to crack me up too. That that uh, they're jobbing, then they're selling, and you just knew they're gonna lose. That that uh, that, that they were just freaking hilarious. But they were probably the first to introduce me to mass wrestlers. 
I would have to agree with you, not necessarily the conquistadors, but my first introduction to a masked wrestler was probably an enhancement talent, like the random Dr. X or Executioner, um, names like that that would come up, that would wear a mask. A lot of times... Um, you know, and it's been it's been commonplace in early years of wrestling. If you had somewhat of an established talent that you didn't want to you that you didn't want to um, exploit on television, but you knew that he was a good hand in the ring, then you'd put a mask on him to help get the other guy over. Um, there's been lots of instances over the years where there have been guys that have worn a mask as an enhancement talent for a one-off just to, you know, because the guys in the back knew that he was going to be able to produce a good wrestling match and he was reliable and he was safe and etc. And so they'll put a mask on him and name him the executioner or they'll name him Dr. X or the phantom or whatever. And they'll put him out there to wrestle someone on television that, you know, they're trying to establish, they're trying to get over, whether it was a Tito Santana. Perfect example, Tito Santana was in the opening match of the very first WrestleMania, and he wrestled the Executioner. Um, and the Executioner um, was a masked wrestler that was just like a one-off, but he was, a, I forget the guy's name who portrayed the Executioner. I'll Google it in a minute. It was Buddy um, Rogers, wasn't it? Buddy Rogers? No. Buddy Rogers, I think, was pa had passed away by that point. I could be mistaken. Uh, let me Google this shit right now because this is this is how unorganized I am. Um, Executioner WrestleMania One. Let's see who it was. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. You are right. Yeah. No, it's Buddy, it's Buddy Rose. That's. Right. I'm sorry. Buddy Rose wrestled uh, in the in the which. I knew that, but it just was on the tip of my tongue. I knew it was Buddy. The, the, the ladies and gentlemen were kicking out too. I think I mentioned this. I smoked a lot of pot in my day, so. <laughs> I know. I a few brain cells myself, uh, so. Past 95, I know things. I just don't remember. Yeah. I'm like, like, I know they're not, faces, in, they're yeah. not ingrained. <laughs> I mean, trust me, for a long time, I used to know a lot of shit. I used to know more wrestling shit than I know regular shit. And it got to a point where it was like, oh my God, like, like this is this is out of control. But now, I'm, I forget things that I used to know if people remind me. So that was one of those things. But yeah, Buddy Rose played the executioner in the first WrestleMania. And the reason why he was under the mask was because they, they, they wanted to really... They knew they were going to have a good match. They needed to have a good match, but they didn't want to exploit, I guess, Buddy Rose per se. And they wanted to really get over Tito because Tito was the Tito was the the, the homegrown guy in WWF at that yeah. time. So there have been a lot of instances where there have been masked wrestlers who have um, been who have gone on to um, have bigger careers, um, but you know, in the beginning. Promoters would just throw them under a mask to get them out there to help establish somebody else. Um, let's talk about that, okay? First few that come to mind for me was Eddie Guerrero. When Eddie Guerrero played Black Tiger number two in Japan. I don't know. Do you uh, remember any of that? Not really. But okay. The Tiger Mask. Well, then there's I know, Tiger I know, Mask. I know, I know we're going off the rails. So no, 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 no. He's Tiger a mask wrestler. Come on. You uh, talk about Tiger Mask was so good. He would go down. I look, 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 I know somebody kicking at to a listening audience is going to go, oh, this luchador or whatever. I would first try to admit, out of all Japanese women, 
WWE, WCW. My weakest link is definitely, definitely the Mexican lucha, lucha. That, 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 uh, that's you don't my, have as much knowledge. That, yeah, that's my. I watch current AAA. Uh, I, I was actually much better a couple of years ago, but 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 I I don't I can handle myself current AAA okay, but uh like like the like early two thousands nineties eighties seventies I'll forget I don't know nothing yeah. I really know I've been the first one in a minute but but um but I, what I'm trying to get at I think Tiger Mask is by far by far what I've ever seen. The best best wrestler of all time. And you I, know, I, I you're, don't even, you're not alone in that I'm conversation. So freaking good. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys out there that, and a lot of fans out there that feel the same way. Uh, many people reference his match with uh, Dynamite Kid in Madison Square Garden. As, How good was that? Uh, yeah. yeah, it was. It was just on the network recently, and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I will go back and watch it, but I've heard that that's like the that's like the standard for when it comes to Tiger Mask match, at least in the United States. Um, and that's where Eddie Guerrero's inspiration came from to be Black Tiger. Tiger number two or Tiger Mask number two, I yeah, believe he Tiger was in in Japan. Um, Jericho once wore a mask um, in Mexico as Corazo de Leon. He was like something the lion or whatever. Um, Owen Hart was the Blue Blazer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you get a lot of masked wrestlers, a lot of guys that um, you know, or a lot of guys that had worn a mask in the beginning of their careers that you know, would eventually amount to bigger things in their later career without wearing a mask. Um, talk to me. You said you don't have a whole lot of knowledge in terms of the luchadors, the Mexican wrestlers, um, but you are a big ECW fan. Oh, and that's where Lucha Libre was kind of introduced to the United States. Talk to me a little bit about your memories of the Rey Mysterios, the Juventudes, the Psychosis, and those guys entering into ECW. I thought, I know, this might be a little on, on popular opinion, but when you watch ECW, you know, it's because you want someone to get hit over the head of a chair or just like, you know, just this crazy, wild craziness, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, so when the Luchas first came in, I mean, I learned to love it, but, but, uh, but my original thought was, why, why is this on the program? But then you just got to just enjoy it and just watch it for what it was. That uh, I caught the, the 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 Justin Rosa Blue syndrome, like like, like you know when we do private tests, you know I go off the rails. Rah, 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 this sucks. And Justin goes, Dennis, if you just relax and just go with it, <laughs> he kind of you're, you're gonna, gonna enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. That that that. So 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 when I did I did the Justin Rosa Blue. Uh, that that is syndrome and just instead of just complaining, I just saw it, enjoyed it. That 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 didn't take it as a, you know is that a hardcore match? That 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 that's that extreme. Yeah. But then I started really enjoying it. That 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 uh, and I'm kind of glad too because it was like what uh, when I saw like Ray Ray Mysterio in, in WCW for the first time. I was just, it was it's an easy transition to be like wow this is really good wrestling it's yeah. awesome like the best stuff on like e- even during the NWO that that uh, the best wrestling was you know the Rey Mysterio matches yeah. and like the Hoovedu uh, uh, yeah that 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 uh, and uh, and uh, I'm trying to think of the juice uh, Hoovedude yeah yeah thank yeah. You. yeah that's it uh, but um, yeah all those guys they were phenomenal yeah. Um... But, uh, but uh but yeah you're talking about ECW that uh yeah that uh 
Yeah, that, that, it uh, added a different dimension to the product yeah. by having Lucha Libre and and the mass wrestler. It was into, it was well done. Uh, that, that, yeah. that, uh, it took it, it took I'm serious a minimum of five episodes or whatever or trade the trade. Uh, tape trade and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't really trade. I just more stole from other fans. <laughs> but uh, that's besides the point. <laughs> but, uh, See, for me, masked wrestlers growing up were either like a high-flying baby face like a blue blazer, okay, or they were like a henchman to like a stable and evil, you know, evil heel. Um and so, like I had mentioned earlier, you had Executioner and Doctor X, and um, the even in like the the um, the late you know the the mid '90s, you had uh, in the WWF, you had Quang, who would eventually become Savio Vega, um, you know, and, and he was like an evil martial artist heel, so to speak. Yeah. And also, mass wrestlers too also kind of got that like correlation that like you were like a part of you know you were like a ninja like back then like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a big thing and they had you know the bad guys were part of the Foot Clan so they wore the masks so everyone correlated a mass wrestler as a ninja you know it was like a stereotype so to yeah. speak um and you talked about the Mexican wrestlers but what about the Japanese masked wrestlers like Jushin Thunder Liger to me like that was that was the first international masked wrestler I became in, I, I became in, enthralled by watching, especially the matches with Brian Pillman. Do you have any memories of, of Jushin Liger oh, of and, and what he would bring to you know American wrestling? Yeah, that that, um, that uh, it, what, what I loved about Jushin Thunder Liger too that uh, he was so freaking good about, about adapting styles. So, like when he went to Japan, that uh, when he wrestled in Japan, that. Uh, it was phenomenal that yeah. that that that, that uh, you know he had that more hardcore edgy type of style, and then he went to America. You, you know that uh, how good were those Brian Pillman matches, and yeah. and they were by no extreme hardcore or nothing no. like that. It was just good technical, and he did his flying shits from time to yeah. time. But 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 it, that Super uh, Brawl two. You need to go out of your way to watch if you haven't seen it before. Pillman Liger for the light heavyweight title was the opening match of that pay-per-view. I've probably seen it, but yeah. it, that, uh, I just remember those Pillman matches especially were, yeah. were really, really good. And him and Jericho, too, a lot of chemistry. Yeah, so, uh, I remember some of those as that, well uh, in later years, yeah. But he, I just, if you watch in Japan, like I said, you're still, you saw this guy that just like wanted to kill. Like, more than Flippy was more a guy killer. Yeah. Then he goes to America, and he's more like a tactical flippy guy. Okay. And that, 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 uh, I just thought that that, that that him transitioning styles it was phenomenal. I think that, I, obviously, I've never been a wrestler, never uh, never spent a day, one day in wrestling school, and yada, yada, yada. But uh, what I'm trying to get at, though, I, I can only really imagine it must be very difficult to switch styles like that. And, and, and Liger was just I just think absolutely phenomenal. A testament to his talent too. Yeah. You know that he was able to 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 adapt to a different style in the United States, and uh, you know, testament to a guy like Pillman, who you know pretty much was like his first real like test, so to speak, um, when wrestling in the United States on a, on a big level. Um, let's go back a little bit to the lucha libre aspect, okay? I've I've done a little bit of research on the on the lucha libre aspect, and it's in Mexico the masked wrestlers, it's a huge deal. 
You know, almost every wrestler is wearing a mask. Okay. And the importance of the mask still resonates in the Mexican wrestling culture to this day. Um, there are current guys in WWE that had worn masks that, um, that, that no longer wear masks now, like Andrade. Andrade was La Sombra, and he lost a mask match before he signed with WWE. Uh, I believe um, the Cruiserweight champion currently, what's his name? The Fant He was El yeah. Leo Fantasma. He's Santos Escobar is his name now. He goes by. He was El Hio Fantasma. He wore a mask in Mexico, you know? Um I believe even, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Humberto Carrillo, I think he wore a mask at one point. Um, Very good. I think. I could be mistaken. Somebody might correct me, and that's fine. Um, but the importance of the mask is such a, it's such a big deal. It's almost like a... Um, it's almost like the culture of like European soccer fans, where you have your jersey of your team, you have your mask that yeah. represents your wrestler. And you know, I would look at pictures and see pictures of like, you know, the the bodegas and the streets in Mexico City that you know you could buy these masks anywhere to go represent your favorite wrestler. And obviously, Marie Mysterio was the big masked wrestler. Um, the they at least in the '90s, from my perspective, WCW in some ways respected the culture of lucha libre but they wanted to incorporate that more into their stories by having masked wrestlers unmask and they tried to market these individuals without a mask like Rey mysterio like juventud guerrera um talk to me a little bit about your memories of um seeing Lucha Libre on Nitro and what your thoughts were on the, the Mexican mask culture um, and, and, and how that translated to television in the United States. Well, I, did, I really didn't understand it until later, but, uh, uh -huh. and then, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was always comical that, uh, but like I said, I didn't understand the culture. That's why I thought it was more comical than anything. But, uh, when you got like a heel American wrestler, or uh, that uh, versus like a mass Mexican wrestler, and they're trying to take off the mask and all this other stuff. Instead of just like you know kicking out of the pin, they're just trying to keep the mask on. Mm -hmm. I just like just let it go, man. You got to win the match, right? Yeah. And I understand like there's to them there's more important than winning and losing when it comes to that mask. Yeah. That uh, that that uh, but uh, yeah, like like Jericho always. <laughs> I just love when Jericho wrestled Red Mysterio. Sometimes not even like taking off the mask, just flip the mask around so you can't see or whatever. Yeah. That that uh, that uh, it, it always. I always thought it was comical, but but then when I got older and like like I'm born nineteen eighty. So I'm in my twenties, early two thousands, whatever. And I'm really understanding more about like the you know via either watching the. Like uh, like documentaries and stuff about Mexican wrestling and just like how important the mask is mm -hmm. that the that uh, that uh, that I'm like wow that's really is good storytelling and the morning being comical that that's really good storytelling how, how a heel would try to dishonor this wrestler and try to win the mass uh, the match and and like the guys uh, the and the the Mexican wrestler would uh, would have to do two things in one, win a match and and protect his honor and pride at the same time. And I thought that was an, 
But now, 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 now watching it, we're watching like the same match I thought was comical. I'm like, wow, that's really good storytelling. This is uh, what a great like uh, aspect of the match, you know. Now, do you think WCW, like especially during that time period, do you think that the them having Hooventude unmask because Hooventude lost a ma- lost a match to Jericho and he had to unmask. And do you think having Rey Mysterio unmask eventually, do you think that was disrespectful to the Mexican wrestling culture? Absolutely. Yeah? Then, uh, it, but, dude, I, I would never call, I hate when people, like, bands, bands, even more than wrestler, bands especially, the sellout, I'm getting at. That, 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 uh, oh, you sold out, sold out, whatever. It, that, you go from uh, being underground to mainstream. Yeah, you know, there, okay. there's something about, when, 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 like those Mexican wrestling when when you when you when you, when you see those fans and they're going bananas and playing the horns and all that other stuff, and that uh, it's a different culture where 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 you come to America and when, the reason why I come to America too this it's called Spain to Spain is, is that they they want the paycheck you know what I mean mm-hmm. that 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 uh, someone someone from from it's, money. The, it's from, from WWF WCW maybe ECW at the time or whatever. That that uh, goes down and sees these wrestlers and they're like, man, here's here's a here's a blank check come to us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That 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 uh, so there's a certain aspect of like, it's just I hate to say it, especially WCW back then, you know what I mean? It's more, it was more about money and like I take the NWO and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that that all those guys are just money, 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 fuck yeah. Up. Fuck the good quality matches and all the other stuff. That that uh, that uh, so so it was all every every I like I said I hate to throw out the term sellout, but all those wrestlers they were just there They're selling make, out. It wasn't by tradition and look at this good. I mean they had good WCW uh, gets overthought because of Vince Russo at the end, NWO, but there was some damn good wrestling there and there really was. And oh yeah! It wasn't even hard to find. It was just hard to remember. Maybe, because there was maybe, a lot of it. That, 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 uh, because of, like I said, all when you think of WCW, you think of Vince Russo at the end. You think of W. You think of uh, NWO. You think of Ric Flair. I mean, Ric Flair was a great wrestler, of course. But uh, I would say you think of uh, you, you think Goldberg, of, uh, Goldberg, Sting. You don't think of you don't think of these Lucha Libres. I mean, you do and you don't. You lump them into the cruiserweight aspect. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. With like Jericho and Guerrero and Malenko and you know those guys, even Benoit to some degree, because at the time he was uh, he was considered a, a cruiserweight when he had first come in. Um, for me, I thought that I thought that you know when they had that when when they were. When they were doing that angle with Jericho, kind of disrespecting the cruiserweights, and he started with he started with Ray. He wanted to unmask Ray, and from what I understand, before Ray Mysterio was unmasked, I guess management had gone to him a number of times and said, "We want to take your mask off." And he fought it real hard because he respected the Mexican wrestling tradition. His name he took from his uncle. That's why he was Ray Mysterio Jr. Because Ray Mysterio Sr. was a big was a huge name. He was like the the fucking uh, like the Hulk Hogan of Mexico and Lucha Libre wrestling, so he took that name, um, and so he respected the tradition behind it and he respected what it represented. 
and he wanted to take some of that and bring it to the United States and to WCW and to American wrestling. And so for a long time, he fought hard to keep that mask. And there was talk, from what I remember, of Jericho being the one to unmask him. But that didn't happen. And so um, Ray was out with a knee injury, and he was gone for a while. And then they, they shifted Jericho over to Hooventude. And Jericho would unmask Hooventude. And for my money... And I could be mistaken, okay? But for my money, I think Hooventude being unmasked helped him because it helped create a different layer and a personality because you can't really get people's emotions when you're watching a wrestling match if you're wearing a mask. So he was a great high flyer, don't get me wrong, but when they took that mask off, I felt like there was more of an opportunity and more potential for him to grow as a performer because you were able to get those facial expressions when he's in there in the ring whether he's selling or whether he's making a comeback or whatever you don't get that when he's wearing a mask so then over time they eventually did an angle with the outsiders against Rey Mysterio and Conan and it was a tag match and if the if the outsiders won Mysterio had to unmask and so the Outsiders eventually won the match, and Conan took Mysterio's mask off. And from what I understand through research that I've done was that there was a back and forth between Bischoff and Mysterio over the mask. Just thinking about it right now, the greatest match in Halloween Havoc history, in my opinion, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio for the Cruiserweight title in 1997. They wanted Rey's mask off then, too. They wanted Guerrero to win and take Ray's mask, and Ray refused because he respected that culture so much. So then you fast forward almost two years later, 1999, February at Super Brawl, and the Outsiders beat him, and Mysterio removes the mask. There was like hardly any buildup. It was just like a couple of weeks, maybe a month at best, and then boom, you remove the mask. Like, if for me, was it a big moment as a teenager? Maybe, because it was like, oh, wow. But at the same time, it also wasn't. And here's why. When I was 15, WCW Nitro came to Hartford. That was the night that the Ultimate Warrior made his debut. Oh, and he did that, like, 45-minute promo on Hogan. So I got to work backstage. It was like heaven, all right? And I'll talk more about that on a future episode. But I got to meet a lot of the wrestlers in catering because I was a busboy. I was just busting the tables in catering. And Rey Mysterio was one of them. He wasn't on the show, but he was at TV and he wasn't wearing a mask backstage. So when I saw the tattoos and stuff and I was like, that's what Rey Mysterio looks like. Oh, cool. So I kind of knew what he looks like. It didn't take away from the impact of him unmasking a couple of years later, but it was still kind of cool that like, oh, I know what he looks like. like but going back to my point, I think... Because Ray respected the tradition so much of Mexican wrestling and what it represented and the mask and the Lucha Libre aspect of it, um, if there was a more thought-out plan to unmask him, if it built more, if there was a longer, more detailed buildup for the mask, I think it would have had more impact. I don't know what you remember of Ray Mysterio unmasking uh, in WCW, but I just felt like, for me, like, Three weeks a month really wasn't much to, to to build towards for, you know, the payoff being him getting unmasked. Yeah, I thought it was a little, um, that, uh, 
Um, and by no stretch. So sometimes Mass Russell should stay Mass via whatever. He's not a bad looking guy. But but that baby face of his just I think it I like the mask kinda gave him like oh An identity. identity, you know, like intimidation factor or yeah. whatever. That that for even for a small wrestler those some so, some of the masks kinda kinda like it, it, it gave you I don't I don't know. That 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 uh so I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I'm sorry to cut you off. So yeah. I wanted to ask you, you know, you said that that mask gave him an identity. Eventually, when WCW shut, the, you know, for the remainder of WCW's run, Ray wrestled without a mask. He was a part of the Filthy Animals. He had that little baby face look. He kind of adopted a new new ring attire. He wasn't, you know, the the Ray Mysterio of old. Um, he was he looked like a regular person, and eventually he would re he would sign with WWE. One year after WCW shut down, he had to go back to Mexico, I believe, and he asked a lot of the, I don't know if it was a promoter, I don't know who it was, but he needed someone's blessing to adopt wearing the mask again in WWE. And I mean, look what it's done for him. You know, all the money that he's made with that identity, like you said. So let me ask you this, what masked wrestlers benefited the most from wearing a mask like talk to me about some that you felt aside from Rey Mysterio yeah okay because we just talked about him he's probably the benchmark of it all when it comes to making money off of wearing the mask what mask wrestlers benefited the most from wearing their mask their entire career oh, that's such or, their major- or the majority of their career I should say um so I oh my god, it's such a great question. Um, so that uh, Ray Mysterio is obviously the benchmark, as mentioned, uh, as you mentioned. That uh, that that uh, so now, now we got to think what wrestlers did did wrestler uh, did wrestle with a mask and without a mask. That's what I'm trying to go through my data, uh, my data. Uh, you know. Okay, so that, for instance, um, here's one example: I, Vader. Oh right? yeah, Vader had like that jockstrap looking kind of mask. Yeah. Okay. And the only time that it wasn't necessary to me, Vader, it it wasn't presented. Vader's mask wasn't presented like he was wearing a mask per se. <laughs> it was more or less like I don't know. They didn't really they didn't really emphasize it. Oh, so any time it would come off, it didn't really mean much. I gotta say. That uh, uh, when uh, I forgot who 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 he lost the mask for, it was Kane, right? Kane, yes. That, 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 uh, when he yeah, right out, right, was that, oh, was I that remember baby? the promo. That, 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 he goes off a fat piece of shit. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite moments of all oh, time. That was that, hilarious. I can't yeah. believe they kept it. Yeah. They kind of figured it was the delay or something. Well, it was pay per view, and it was in it was in uh, it, it was on pay per view, and was it, that a live mic or that was yeah, that was live. Yeah, what I'm trying to say though, did the whole arena hear that, or they shut for the TV? I don't know. I think it might have been just for the TV. Oh my god! But yeah, it was funny. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm a fat piece, of, a fat shit. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. It's yeah. funny. That's uh, that's probably Vader's you know most memorable moment. But yeah, that was a mask match. Yeah. And Kane, you know, Kane's another one. Kane, too. Kane, keep the mask on. Keep the mask on. Yeah, okay, absolutely. so he took his mask off. You feel like he should have kept it the his entire career? Absolutely. All right, tell me why. It said, uh, well, when you think about it, it said, uh, well, 
that uh, I even think maybe an unpopular opinion, but but I even think keep the uh, um, the voice gimmick. the voice gimmick too. That that uh, the most scary king. I'm not talking about that. Uh, that if you were going for intimidating, scary king, my opinion. But that uh, granted, it, it's sad that 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 uh, it was so hard. His debut was so amazingly good. Yep. I think it's the best uh, debut of all time. Any promotion. Really? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Okay. The, the think about how it's good funny it was. That you say that. It, it's just think. It's just, just think how good it. Just how good it was. Yeah. That that uh, you, you know, they built take it up pretty Sean, well for months. Yeah. That, that he, and, and as much as I'm wishy-washy by Jim Ross, he just fucking nailed it that yeah. night too. Really? It, it has to be Kane. Oh, well, that was Vince. Was, oh, was that Vince? That was I thought, Vince, I thought yeah. it was Jr. I'm sorry. Jr. I think Jr. was on the call as well, but Vince I think took the lead on that. That was Vince's line. That's gotta be. That's gotta be. Was Kane. it? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, the, the, that's the, right. the commentary is on point. Yeah. And when he just rips out the door, that that uh, just to show you how strong and intimidating he was, boom, you know, piece of shit out of that taker. Sean wins. That 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 uh, it was just so fucking. So good. Kane should have kept the mask. I really do. Okay. That 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 uh, that uh, it, it just him the the, the uh, it's just so mysterious with the voice, the voice. thing and, and. But don't you think though that like, and I'm just asking. Uh, but when he turned a face though, that ruined him. Uh, when to, they turn him baby face? Then you can do anything. Fine, reveal the mask, whatever. Do the scene or evil. But the scariest Kane by far to me was the original with the mask. So much mysterious and huge. And He didn't talk because of the fire. And then he eventually had the voice box gimmick for a little bit. They, they tried it out. Team, team him up. So Kane, so Kane should have kept his mask. I, I think Vader. Keep him heel. Should have kept his mask, um, because I feel like even though Vader's mask really wasn't a mask, it added to his presentation. It made him intimidating looking. Um, anybody else that comes to mind that you feel like a mask benefited them the most in their career? Um, Aside from Rey Mysterio, we got Kane, we got Vader. Yeah, I like you said, Juice is arguably better without. Hoovy, yeah. yeah that, uh, oh, I'll give you one. All right. Um, um, say, um, Sami Zayn. That, that, uh, El Generico was way better. Okay. That, 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 uh, his, his best, well, great, maybe it's because of Ring of Honor versus WWE stuff, but, but that... Uh, that uh, the for uh, that uh, but people Elgin, talk about his El Generico El, oh, It was so uh, unbelievable. That, All right, that, so let that, me ask you this: I'm yeah. not I'm not versed on a whole lot of Ring of Honor. I watch a little bit here and there if there's a match that someone tells me to watch. Um, I'm not an avid, diehard Ring of Honor fan. I'll be the first to admit that. Um, I had heard about the. The the classics with El Generico and Kevin Steen, who is now Kevin Owens in WWE. Yep. So tell me, educate me a little bit on the origin of the El Generico character with this mask. Well, I think it's the same thing with. It's kind of like a dusty thing, right? Like, the, a, the, like the, 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 the Midnight Rider. I'm pretty sure. I can't tell you. Tell you what. I'm like I said. This is ten years ago. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. But 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 that uh, but that that. Uh, it, it was it was him uh, that uh, was he was called Sami Zayn back then, right? But, but anyway, not but, that I'm aware of in Ring of Honor. But that, uh, I thought he was El Generico. 
No, he he. And it was one of those things where I'm quite sure where it's like you know a loser leave town type of thing. He lost, and then he had to be that that mass wrestler. I, I thought at least that that that, that, that uh, someone from kicking out a two audience, I guarantee you, know better than me. Yeah. But, but okay. But uh, I thought that's what it was. And, and was it? Was the character all right? So was the character a um, was like it? Was it a, a comedic? Because to me, when I just look at the origin, obviously was. It was it comedic and like, and and did it pay tribute to lucha libre or to Japanese mass wrestling, or was it just like, a, like a, a an indie comedic gimmick with a guy wearing a mask? Well, I the origin was you could just like I mentioned, you could just tell that it was supposed to be, but he was so fucking good, you took yeah. him serious. Okay, it said that. That uh, that he did a lot of shenanigan stuff, whatever. But like I said, he's such a good fucking wrestler. Yeah. That 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 he had to take him serious. That, okay. That, uh, but 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 someone who's uh, kicking out to listen to audience, you gotta, like I said, I thought the origins of the El, El Generico uh, um, character was that that originally it was like a loser leave town type of things. So so, so he came back with like, the mask. Mm-hmm. I like I I'm trying. I, I, I try, I'm trying to think, but that, uh, but I, but the kids, but but he was, but that I could obviously he was supposed to be a comedic uh, gimmick, but it was it so, just, so fucking he good. Was so good, people yeah. took it seriously. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, let me ask you. Um, talk to me. Give me some of the worst looking masks in wrestling history. Oh wow. Um, masks where you're just like ugh. Like, well, you mentioned the uh, executioner. That was pretty bad. Yeah. That um, they were kind of scary wrestlers, but but the uh, oh, I forgot what their names were. It was like the Texas Mexicans. Uh, that, 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 uh, oh, um, um, were they in WCW? Yeah. And, oh, and, they would that, end up becoming the Godwins. They were yeah. The, Tech Slashinger and Shanghai Pierce, and they exactly. wore masks. Yeah, but they had like the Texatainment. The Texas had yes, and then, uh, okay, yes. And then they were Henry and Phineas Godwin in the WWF. Yeah, okay. They, they were supposed to be taken seriously and scary, but those masks ruined it for me. Yeah, it said that where the nooses were kind of spooky, but but the the, like the mask itself, you're just like no, that's not that, that's that uh I didn't take them serious that uh. That that I think the Texas hangmen are are mask gone wrong for sure. Yeah. Now, do you know that in the early territory days, Sid Vicious once wore a mask. Yeah. It, as Lord Humongous. Yes. It, he wore like a Jason. The Jerry Lawler promotion. Yeah. Was, I actually liked it. A lot of people didn't. It, that uh, he he I thought he looked. I'm I'm a huge um, um, Mad Max fan. Yep. I thought he looked exactly. That 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 uh, like someone from a Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, that uh, that is that his name? That I'm trying to think. From, he was from Lord. Lord Hum- he was Lord Humongous in, the, in in Lawler's promotion. Oh, but then isn't that the the, uh, the Road Warriors? Uh, that uh, the Road Warriors came from the. No, 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 I'm not talking about the Road Warriors. I'm talking about the Road Warrior, the movie. Yeah, uh, that, that, what, that was Lord Humongous, right? Uh possibly. I, I think it was. Yeah, you might know uh, better than I. Uh, that that uh, that. Uh, I guess I haven't watched Jesus. I gotta rewatch that movie. I I haven't watched it since a teenager, but but I 
I've I've Mad Max shirts and posters and anyway. You think I'm no better? Here's but another question. I think that's what his name was. But anyway, he looked exactly like him, so yeah. I I loved him. And people thought shitted on him, and that 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 and like 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 people preferred him without the mask, and that they thought thought he looked cheesy. I thought he looked fucking brilliant. Now you're also a big cornet guy, Smoky Mountain guy. Yeah. At one point, didn't Kane? Adopt the same like Jason mask and call himself Unibomb. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think it. That uh, what kind of did, did he wear a mask? Yeah, he must have. Just uh, just out to the ring, and he would take it off. He wouldn't yeah. wear it in the, like during. The, he wouldn't wear it during the match. If I'm not mistaken, I thought I saw pictures of him. No, you're before. absolutely right. That, okay. that, I'm trying to think that. Uh, God. Now let me ask I you this. this is my thinking cap. I know you're a big demolition fan. What my, uh, that you're was your, one of your kid, favorite tag teams. As a kid, I was. You kept me on a Tuesday as a kid. I was saying DBS. You kept me on a Wednesday as demolition. Okay. That, 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 yeah, those are my so, two favorites. Demolition. They were obviously known for the face paint, but before they wore the face, you know, they would wear their masks yeah. to the ring the, with the big spikes and everything. Would you prefer demolition with masks, wearing the masks during the matches, or would you prefer them? It, with the face paint. Well, the face paint was cool. Yeah. I like, I liked it. And but, we're gonna talk but, about face paint but, but, later. But the later best part is demolition. I even think I, another unpopular opinion because I get it. Legion of Doom World Warriors is more popular than demolition, and that that uh, and that's not even disputable. However, I think them coming down the ring with those masks on looks so fucking scary, so intimidating. I think it was even better than the War Warriors with with the wow. with, with, with with the spikes. With the spikes, I, I, I really do. Okay. And that that it, because here's the thing that even even the War Warriors even when they even when a promotion wanted to be heels, they were so fucking popular. They were always face, even when they were heels. That, 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 People that, still respected them. Yeah. That, 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 and and eighties wrestling especially. That, that uh, it's funny that that the. That the less smart we were, the more smart we were. But what I mean by that, that that uh, when when wrestlers are supposed to be bad guys, because because because, they, because it, it still everything was still like, like you know in the dark per se. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That that wrestling promoters weren't saying, oh, it's fake, blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that uh, like I said, wrestling fans were you you know. Um, uh, what you get what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. But, but what I'm trying to say is that 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 even back in, in the '80s, where 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 we just enjoyed the ride, and where 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 we booed the heels, where we're and not we micromanaging everything. Yeah. Exactly. That but but they were so fucking awesome. Yeah. That 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 they always were a face, even when they were heels. But the, so so I think that took away from a little bit of like. Are they scary? Whatever. I know they beat the shit out of everybody and they're intimidating as all hell. But were they actually like give you nightmares? No. Demolition coming down with those masks on. That stuff will give you fucking nightmares. They're, they're scary uh, that, that, uh, that, and again, that's another War Warriors type of th- uh, like like not the World Warriors, but the World Warrior and Mel movie. Gibson in the movie. That was another. Uh, granted, they were trying. As much as I hate to admit it. That they were demolition was created to that uh, have competition or they were, they were a replica. WWF's version of the Legion exactly. of Doom until they got the yeah. Legion of Doom. Yeah. Um, any more masks that you were just like, ugh? 
Um, that's a tough one. That um, um, not really. Here's, I don't know. Here's one. I'm that, probably, I guarantee it's coming. I'm gonna be up at uh, three o'clock in the morning going trying to figure. Yeah, it out. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember? It was in late 1996. It was the Undertaker Mankind feud. And Paul Bearer introduced the executioner to his stable. You remember who played him? I had no idea. Freebird Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Is that right? Yeah. That looked like the silliest, hokiest fucking mask I'd ever seen. It just looked very cartoonish, very 80s. um, And just calling him the executioner was just very like, eh. He had a short run, didn't last very long. A couple of months. Um... I think Gordy's health was a big part of why they they kind of parted ways. He just wasn't the same performer, and I think also but it's a one-off though, wasn't it? Um, from what I remember, from what I remember hearing, um, uh, Michael Hayes, who was Doc Hendricks at the time, got him a job just to try to help him out, and uh, he just wasn't the same performer. So they put him under a mask, and after he had gotten into that car accident, or yeah, that car accident, and you know had severe. Um, head trauma. He just wasn't the same performer after that. Um, I believe that was 93. I want to say he got into that car. It's late 92, maybe early 93. But uh, yeah, he wore a mask at one point. Um, all right, so talk to me about the best looking mask. Oh, that. Uh, Rey Mysterio's got to be I, in that conversation. No, there's no one in particular order. No, no, no. But one of my favorite, I don't know if this is my favorite mask of all time, but but one of my, like, I, I've always been a. Fans of the heels, I, I love to be spooked. That that uh, a good horror film is one of my favorites. But anyway, what I'm trying to get at, Doink the Clown. I fucking love Doink. That that that. He didn't wear a mask. That, that of course he did. That that the Doink mask. That that that. That's uh, face paint. Was it really with the hair and everything? Yeah. Like that? Well, I mean, the, he he wore like a like he wore a, a thing over his head that. Had a cutout I guess on his you're right. face, and he painted his face. I guess you're right. And we'll talk about him in our face paint episode in a few weeks. But anyway, he um, was that, that he was one of my favorites. But anyway, I guess you're right. That, that, That's not really considered a mask. I guess you're right. That that, that uh, but like uh, so I like the scary guys. But um, well, I've mentioned Tiger Mask. That yep. that uh, that one of my favorites. That uh, what uh, about his mask? Did you like? It was exactly what it was. It was a tiger. I it. It was a yeah. tiger. Okay. And he fought like a tiger. And, like, yeah. you know, that, uh, that, that, um, I, I just, uh, like, 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 you knew you were in for a fight mm-hmm. when you fought Tiger Mass. And, and it's just, just what it was. He was a fucking tiger. And that's yeah. what was so good about it. Yeah. It, it, that on paper, it sounds cheesy as all hell. That, 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 you're a fucking tiger mask. Yeah. And, you know? that, uh, but, it was just so fucking good mm-hmm. that that uh, that uh, but yeah that uh, and of course at that uh, Rey Mysterio that uh, all the different mask variations he's yeah, had over the but years. But granted, yeah. some of them were hit or miss. That that, that uh, like uh, um, I don't think he rocked the um, when he did the Daredevil one. I'm like, oh god, Ray, what the fuck. That that uh that uh but but then they did some of the Joker stuff I thought were fucking phenomenal. That, yeah. That, that, uh, that uh that uh so a lot of it is hit or miss. That that uh um that um, I'm trying to think of some of the spookier guys. Like I said, that that uh 
Um, you remember? I, do you remember when Undertaker wore a mask when he got when when King Mabel and Yokozuna yeah, crushed his face? That that was for real though, didn't he? Really that was break for real. Face? He yeah. broke. Yeah, they bro- he broke a. a they broke his orbital bone. Yeah, he was trying to go for the, uh, the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, but what, what did you think of that? Because I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was spooky. I liked yeah. it. I liked that. And it gave another it gave it another layer of The Undertaker. Do you think that Undertaker could have lasted a long period of time with wearing a mask like that? Or maybe kind of just oh, go, absolutely. Going, going more towards the mask route? And then, uh, it's you, hard. you think people would have been like, all right, dude, it's over. Like, Go back to your normal self. I think it could have gone longer. And I'm not saying we're talking about three or four years. Yeah. But, but they did that gimmick for, what, six months maybe? Uh-huh. And that, that, uh, so so, I, so I, I think they could have... I definitely think they could have done the Phantom of the Opera or whatever you want to call it, Undertaker, a little longer for sure. But that uh, that uh, if that lasted a year, not much more. That uh, They could have okay. done more. It I only think of... That's in the Mabel feud. Did he wear it at all? He wore... So... It was like, I think it was like October of 95, they did the angle. Mabel and Yoko crushed his face. He legit broke a socket, broke his orbital bone. They're the fucking Mabel, right? Yeah, it was Mabel. And um, he wore a mask for several months, I would say, going into like early 1996. The I remember the first time he wrestled without the mask was heading towards WrestleMania in 96 that year when he wrestled Diesel. He stopped wearing the mask. I think he wore it for the match with Brett at the Royal Rumble in 96. But after that, I think he stopped wearing it because I think his face had healed. But I remember, I, I remember like, oh, wow, this is cool. And they, like, made the mask so that, like, it had this, like, very... It wasn't just some standard protective face mask either. They're like, they, like, you know, they spooked it out, you know, with the... It was, like, the the... The, the tombstone, like, grayish color, and they, like, added veins to the mask, and they, like, really, like, emphasized, like, they just undertakered it out, yeah. is, is what I'm trying to say. They made it, they molded it into his character, and I thought it was really well done, and it's something I think that, like, um, I think it definitely benefited him. Um, did you know that also, at one point, the Hurricane, my good buddy, uh, Gregory Shane Helms. Yeah. Um, before he wore the mask as the Hurricane, they put face paint on him, and then he was like, "Let me wear a mask," and they gave him like a Zorro mask with like the kite string, and he was like, "No, I'm not wearing this. This is a piece of shit." And then they developed the mask that he wears today. It's like a Batman look. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which was pretty cool. Like he kind of like took like you know the comic book element to it. Um, I remember he told me this story about he he went into Vince's office and, you know, he said, he goes, I got an issue. And, you know, Vince was like, what's the problem? He's like, I don't want to wear a mask. Or, or, no, or no, Vince says, I hear you don't want to wear a mask. And he's like, no, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to wear this piece of shit. And Vince goes, yeah, that does look like a piece of shit. Let's get somebody to design you a new mask. And they, and they, they eventually did that. But, um, yeah, Undertaker, Hurricane, um... When it comes to their masks, pretty cool looking. Um, what else I got here on my my format, my little format sheet, and my notes on my phone. Um, you talked about best looking masks. Kane would probably 
be up there. Rey Mysterio. Um, even as hokey as it sounds, Vader. You know what mask you forgot to say was one of the worst looking masks? And maybe you don't think it, but I do. Fucking Aldo Montoya. Oh, yeah. And the jock strap that he wore, <laughs> that yellow jock strap he wore on his face. I can't believe you didn't bring that up. I would, yeah, I, get, I went to using my noodle. And granted, just incredible, my boy. Yeah. That, uh, that, uh, that, uh, but, uh. All right, so here's a question for you. Yeah. Name me. You talked about wrestlers that benefited wearing a mask. By the way, I can't believe we didn't bring up Mankind. I can't. I'm embarrassed. I am so embarrassed because that's a my my favorite spooky all wrestler. Right, let's, all right, let's talk about that then. Yeah. Let's, I'm glad you brought that up. See, we're kind of going all. See, I'm going all over the place today. It's not yeah. you. It's me. I would uh, say because I remember that. Uh, um, but I went that uh, recently. I, I not recently. Well, granted, it was got you recently. It was like six, seven months ago. I was going through my Just Incredible uh, uh, effects, and I'm watching Alvo Tom, Alvo Tom, Alvo Montoya. Aldo Montoya. Easy, easy for a guy with a speech impediment to say. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, that, that, uh, it's all good, man. That, so I'm watching uh, uh, that uh, his matches as Alvo Montoya, that, uh, and he at least twice he jobbed out to mankind. Yeah. And that that uh, and mankind it was spooky mankind at the time, and, and that uh, and, he, and that. Uh, yeah, it's just so good, Mankind. With that mask and just... And it, and so let I, me ask you this. Yep. Mankind, I know we've had this conversation before where, like, you know, you you were big on that character when it first came in. Me, I wasn't so much because I was a Cactus Jack guy. I recently talked about it on an episode with Justin uh, where I was... where. You know, when Cactus Jack debuted in Madison Square Garden for Monday Night Raw in 97, uh, how... Marked how, how big of a mark I was that night when he when he debuted because I was such a big Cactus Jack fan. I thought the Cactus Jack character had some legs to it, um, and I had to really grow into the mankind role. Um, you were aware he was Cactus Jack before he became mankind. Yeah, okay. That, that, so what did you think? What did you think of that? Were you okay that they put Cactus Jack on? Oh, it was love at first sight for me. Really? I, okay, I, 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 I mentioned I love horror films, yep. whatever. And what, what, even more than the mask and the animal claw, and kind of like he he was, he oh, it was just so fucking good. Yeah. If you ask me, but but my favorite part about him and what made him so unique till this day, before, during, and after, I don't think this ever happened before. Where he came out with this, uh, his, his entrance was a scary, yeah, scary theme, and then all of a sudden. When when he finished the match, it was like that piano that, that, music, that, 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 that calming, soothing, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, and they like that was so different. It was so it, cool. It, it, yeah. it, that that uh, I I wish they would do that. I to, didn't to, appreciate that then, but I appreciate that. Oh, now. I like so that, yeah. fucking good. It, it really made him stand it, out. Even yeah. his first day, I want to say it was Bark Gun, his first match, mm-hmm. and and he puts in the minimal claw. He wins the match, and all of a sudden backstage, Bark uh, someone's interviewing him, and it's like how. How it's a, are you doing okay? How's the Manimal Claw? And before he can even say anything, man, guy attacks him again, Smacks puts him in the Manimal Claw the again, claw, yeah. and you know he's going, why, why? Yeah. It was just so good. I said, said uh, his best work as a as a work rate wrestler, of course, is gonna be Cactus Jack, but but for character and story. Mankind. I don't even think it's early mankind. mankind. Uh, that uh, yeah, uh, early mankind. Yes. Okay. So let me ask you. 
early mankind he had that horror effect like yep. you said which i can i can picture you know he the, the way the mask was designed, he had some of the hair coming through it, but then he was missing a chunk of hair. You could it would see pull out his and like hair. part, yeah, he'd pull out the hair during the matches, and then like part of his face, you could see, um, you know, there was like an opening in part of the mask, and there was another part of the mask that was closed, um, like that Hannibal Lecter kind of effect. So he had that horror movie look to you when he became a baby face. Okay, when they turned mankind babyface and they were starting to humanize him more, they were bringing up the Cactus Jack, and then Dude Love would eventually come into play. But more so, I'm just I'm talking about like his late '90s run when he became like the cuddly teddy bear. You know, after the Hell in the Cell spot with Undertaker, and then he was teaming up with Rock, and he was doing Rock and Sock. He looked more like a Muppet for me. Did he lose that horror effect? Even with that, he still had the same mask, okay? Still had the same mask. He just wore different attire, like the shirt with the dress shirt ripped up with the the um, the tie and the sweatpants. Did he lose that horror effect for you, even with the mask on? Oh, absolutely. Then? Okay. I tell you, the, the second where he actually, to me, I could tell you the Zach moment where he became a horror movie guy to... Like, like the, um, like, I think Ric Flair, that to, to as much as uh, McFoley didn't like it, that, that, uh, but I totally agree with him. He became this, uh, um, like a, um, what, what am I trying to say? A stunt, a stunt, more of a stunt double. Yeah. But that, that, uh, of course, it was. After the, the Hell in the Cell. Exactly. That second. Crazy shit. Uh, yeah. that, uh, when, when he, he, uh, when he took that dive off, off the cage, that uh, um, he that that it, right in midair, he became a heel to a baby face. Yeah, instantly. Everyone everyone and, loved him because of the crazy shit he did. Exactly. Yeah. That that uh, that uh, and him uh, after the match and smiling and a lot of stuff, other stuff. He became a baby face. I don't okay. know if that that was their attention. I don't but, think it was. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he became a baby face after that match. That that um even with the mask on, it didn't it it it, it changed him. Yep. The mask didn't really have much of an effect by that point. Okay, uh, a couple more questions here. Um, what wrestler in history, or wrestlers, if you can name any, that you feel could have benefited from wearing a mask? Oh, Burl Del Rio. That, 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 uh, but he was Dos Caras Jr. Yeah, that, that, uh, the nephew of Mil Mascaris, who we didn't really talk about. Um, but go ahead. All right. That uh, that him, uh, like I said, I, I'm not, like I said, my biggest weakness out of all popular wrestling is, is, is Lucha, Lucha Libre. Uh, Lucha Libre. But, 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 but he was in Mexico. Once again, though, and I guess that's, you, you know, where you're allowed to do your own shit and, like, you got... Uh, freedom to do any kind of match or, or whatever match that you have in mind that that uh, you can you can pretty much do it uh, that that uh, compared to uh, WWE where everything is so fucking saturated and yeah. overbooked and over yeah. over sanitized yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but but him down there oh I just my first point I mean first one to it was WWE but then when it got popular it got flooded uh, your YouTube got flooded with all these um, uh, the, these videos of him wrestling in Mexico and even 
what uh, even his MMA stuff, he wore a mask. Yeah, uh, I thought that was so unique. It's the only time in history I've, I've ever seen a cage fighter wearing yeah, a mask. Wearing I thought that was so fucking that cool. That's that, 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 uh, kind of cool, actually. That, that, uh, after after uh, on the other side of the spectrum, when when we find out that that he put his filthy paws on on Paige. And I'm like this piece of garbage. <laughs> and then I saw, I saw, I saw one of his cage matches where he got knocked out. Yeah. And he got so bad he had to take off the. Yeah. Then the guys had to take off the mask. Anyway, so he could have benefited from wearing a mask. Absolutely. Even in WWE. Absolutely. When they turned him face, uh, I, I, can't, I like you said. I didn't it, buy that. It, it's, I didn't it's, buy that either. But, but, but if you put a mask on him, I think it would have worked. I think that, that his face. If he adopted some of that, yeah, well, he makes it. He makes a promo and it goes. I'm sorry. I disrespected my culture and my people. I'm gonna go back I, to wearing I, a mask. I, I, That's I, not I, a bad I, idea. I, I sold out. I sold out. At, at the, I'm going back to my roots. I'm not gonna. It could, uh, I'm not gonna go uh, exploit uh, my riches uh, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I can get behind that. That because I didn't really care for babyface Alberto Del Rio. I just didn't. They tried to make him the second coming of Eddie Guerrero, and that wasn't that wasn't gonna happen. Um, anybody else that comes to mind that you feel like could have benefited from wearing a mask? Um, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, that um. You know who could have been actually a good mass wrestler? Uh, that he didn't need it, but Brian Pillman, Brian Brian Pillman. That that uh, you think that could have uh, added, added like another layer to him if he wore like a mask. And he was like this high flyer, like Mysterio. If he didn't guy. come, if he, uh, you know what? If he didn't come up with the loose cannon gimmick, if he didn't evolve into that role. And he was still like flying Brian, even though he was a heel, you know, in, in, in late 92 um, and then into 93 as a member of the Hollywood Blondes with Steve Austin. If he didn't develop that loose cannon persona that would that would evolve over time before his before his passing, then, yeah, I would I wouldn't have minded seeing him put, you know, don a mask um, of some sorts. Um, but still be recognized as flying Brian Pillman. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't have had a problem with that. Um, I don't know how long that would have lasted, but I feel like looking back on it, he had to evolve to get to the point to be the loose cannon. Otherwise, I don't think... I mean, he was a talented dude. Talented as fuck. Like, I feel like he probably would have been a good transitional WCW world champion if he stayed with them, but they didn't see that, they didn't see that in him. Um, and then, of course, you know, he had his car accident and it shattered his ankle and just things weren't the same for him. But he managed to live off of that loose cannon persona that really kind of elongated his career before he had passed. Um, he could have lived off of that for a long time, even if that meant he didn't wrestle. But, um, yeah, I, I could I could kind of get behind a, him, him in a mask. Um, who in today's wrestling... Do you think could benefit from wearing a mask? It could be WWE, it could be Ring of Honor, it could be AEW, it could be Impact, MLW, whatever. Give me some guys that you feel like, you know what? Put a mask on that guy, and maybe there could be something there. I'm not saying they'd be a superstar or a world champion, but something to kind of get them to stand out and notice. I got one for you. Okay. That uh, so the, the scariest, most intimidating. Version 
of of um, Braun Strowman mm-hmm. was, of course, when he was the Wyatt family. Yep. But he wore that black, the black, uh, the black sheet mask and yep. all the other stuff. So his character, if you ask me, is starting to jump the shark a little bit. That 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 does. So why not? It doesn't have to be the, the, the again the Wyatt family that that, that uh, is dead. Yeah. And and I, I don't even want them to come back with it. That that uh, I love the fiend. I don't know if I, if I brought it up on on this. On no. Kick it out of the two. Uh, kick it out That's of the two. Uh, unless an audience. Yeah. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to say, though, that it, it, Dave Rosenbluth knows, Justin Rosenbluth knows, Darren Rosenbluth knows who my favorite wrestler yeah. is. It, it is Bray Wyatt the, the in The Fiend. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, uh, so, but what, 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 I don't what I'm trying to get at, I, that I don't want, I don't want the whole Bray. But, but, but I think it would be cool. To get that more intimidating factor again, to get Braun, get get some some like a fresh new Braun, give him a mask. Yeah, I think it looks scary as fuck. That 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 uh, shave that fucking beard by the way. It's getting out of control. Really? Yeah, I definitely think so. That that uh, that uh, because if you didn't give so you put a mask but shave the beard. Like I think like if you I think it would be a cool idea if you gave Braun a mask and it like you know kind of like went. Over it was like a half mask almost, but the beard is still intact. Maybe, you know, kind of like one of Kane's old masks when Kane evolved and changed his mask look, but his mouth was open. You know what I mean? Even though he didn't grow a beard like a beard like Braun. Um, but okay, Braun seems like one. Yeah, I mean, because, because I hate. Uh, I can get behind I, Braun. I, I the like mask. Braun. I like Braun. I mm-hmm. really do. But I just hate what they currently do with him. They don't know what what he is. That, 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 uh, he's just some big dude. He's just some big dude. That likes exactly. To flip cars. That, and, that, that, and, it, yeah. and he has traditional champion running all over him. That, that, uh, that, I think the way they've been portraying him during the pandemic, yeah. I mean, and, it's 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 hard. Yeah. That, that uh, I I I really do think that that uh, um, once and if whenever he loses the the title, and I think it's good. That uh, that I think it's gonna be pretty soon, if you ask me. That that that. Uh, but so once that moment does happen, have him have him be like this loose this loose lunatic, and I think throw a mask on him and be be more intimidating. And uh, that uh, another guy um, uh, do a, a quick transition. If he's not the hacker, uh, um, Ali, I think Ali in the mask. Stop Ali. I really do. He kind of comes out with that one with the LED lights on half That's his right. face. Uh, that, and, but he takes it off. Obviously, I, I think the keep mask. it on. Have, have him like uh, I know it look like more like a ninja, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, I think he could benefit from a mask. What do you think of um, Luchasaurus in AEW? Oh, I love him. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I did. Uh, um, granted, I, I'm a gimmick wrestler guy. Yeah, I, I, that, that, I hate. Marco stunt so much. Yeah, he, uh, he probably should wear a mask. I I, I think he should yeah. go away. But anyway, yeah. but I love Jungle Boy. Yep, same here. I I, I Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus remind me a lot of X Pac and Kane. They kind of have that like big man, little man kind of vibe to them. The the best friends, you know, that the, they were trying to adopt with X Pac and Kane. I don't think they need Marco Stunt part of their little group, but whatever. Um, but Luchasaurus's mask is pretty cool looking. You know, he's kind of got that like dinosaur prehistoric dragon kind of vibe to him uh, with the with the beard and the green tongue. Yeah. And he's got the tattoos and he's a, he's he's a pretty athletic guy um 
Yeah, I like his look. I, he's probably one of the mass wrestlers today, currently, that I dig and I can get behind. Um, yeah, I'd say he's second behind The Fiend for current best mass Mass wrestler, wrestler yeah. yeah. And The Fiend, I mean... Uh, he's number one. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, if I anyone doesn't agree with that, no, yeah, no, you no, got to no. get your head a shake. No, I, I, I would have to agree. That, that, uh, currently today, he's probably the best mass wrestler. I mean, that mask... I remember reading an interview with Bray Wyatt. It was after... The SummerSlam debut. You and I talked about it uh, off air regarding his entrance um, at SummerSlam. How it was very like spooky, but had like a rock. My favorite star entrance of all time, ladies. Yeah, and I mean, it's, I, it's hard. To, you know, hey, it's, it's you could give me all the Undertakers and all this other stuff. I get it. I really, really do. But that entrance was what what was spooky and and that. And that that remake, like that that moment when you realize that was a remake of the of his original of his original theme song. Theme song. Yeah, I get goosebumps. I just go back in that day, and I know it was a squash match too. I it was cater made to me. That is it my favorite SummerSlam match of all time. No, I'm not. And in you know that that. Uh, that that wasn't that wasn't um, Bret Hart, a British Bulldog. No, no, no. no. Uh, but 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 that 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 that's a top five match to me, just just based on just the how, debut. How, I, yeah. I just just how everything was so perfect. And that and as much as I hate Michael Cole, I gotta give him credit when he's like, "What in the world? Or did we just watch?" No, they sold it well. They sold uh, it very well. It was just so fucking. They good. sold it very well. It was well. on point, uh, but um. I know I'm losing my train of His mask. The interview I read with him, he went to a guy who makes masks for, you know, like in the entertainment business for like horror movies, television, whatever. And the mask that this guy made for him, Bray said, he goes, this mask saved my career because he felt like his character... Um, they didn't really know what to do with him. And to be quite honest, I, I'll, I'll be the first to say this. The the Eater of Worlds character... Or the Eater of Pins, thank you. It, what's it? He ate a lot of... Yeah, he ate a lot the of pinfalls. Um, I felt like there was so much left on the table with that, like, backwoods swamp kind of cult vibe from him that, like, they... they it was weird. Like, they would... Bray would... would, would bring that character out and then they would kind of like pull it back you never they never really let him go like full bore with the character and did you I mean, I'm sure you know this from from watching you know old NXT when he was in NXT when the Wyatt family was in NXT at one point Bray broke his nose and they had him wear like a protective medical face mask and he kind of it, it, it he wore it well, and I was like, I kind of hope he comes up to the main roster with that. He didn't, but I, if you go and you Google it, you look, you'll see like the the just the way it looks with his beard and and his his look at the time. I think it was like 2012, maybe uh, 2013, when he broke his nose. He had him wear that mask, and I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool looking. But um, nonetheless, um, I would agree with you. He's probably the best masked wrestler right now, uh, just based on his look. Um, it, it suits him very well, and uh, it, it's, it, it definitely really enhances his new character, The Fiend. Um, 
And with and on that note, I think we've uh, I think I think we've done a good job covering you know masked wrestlers and different variations of masked wrestlers. I appreciate you taking yeah, the time, my man, to to come join me. And uh, if any of you guys out there have any uh, masked wrestlers that we didn't cover, by all means, uh, you know, drop that was us a million. We missed. Yeah, I'm sure we missed a few. So by all means, uh, hit us up on social media, and uh, we'll be glad to uh, we'll, we'll be glad to discuss with you some of your favorite or not so favorite masked wrestlers of all time uh, with that being said i think it's about that time that we put this show officially down for the three count and we'll see you all next week